Hi. <laughs> so we've got Hey here. We've got Chan, Chan and yeah. uh, Lap. How you doing? Anthony. How's it going, mate? And we have got Antonio around the other way. Don't get don't get nauseous. And that's Mark. Nice to meet you. Hey, yeah. Your view is probably better than ours. <laughs> yes, where are you, Anthony? How do we add? Oh, that's the plus button, plus, right? Yeah. More options. Um, ah. Yeah, but then. No, turn it off that no, one. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Turn it off there. Hang so on. if you go plus. Ah, oh, there, the plus. Yeah. There we go. And then um, add to call. There you go. Awesome. Let's do that. I like it. I like it. That's good. The colors. Mm. Yeah, she's calling like me here. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm running low on battery. For, um, hey, um, Ramona. Oh, that's cool. The cleaner. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No. So we came here as well. Uh, if you just click on her. Oh, yeah. oh right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Hi! Hi Ramona, you're here! Awesome! Okay, so we have got a bunch of people here. Sorry for the delay. I might switch my video off. Yeah, just uh, it's just easier that way. And um, so we've got um, um, on Skype, we've got yourself. Ross is there as well, I presume. Yep, and uh, from Beach Patrol. So this is Ramona and Ross from Beach Patrol on Skype. And we've got Anthony from Plastic Pollution Solutions. And uh, here we have got uh, Mark Spencer. Hello. Hello. From, what do you call yourself? The from Climactic. Climactic. The Climate Change Podcast for Australia. All right. Uh, first, can I just check in... Can people listen? Can you guys on Skype, can you hear when we're talking? For example... Yeah, yeah. I can. Yep, yeah, so you heard Mark, okay. Ramona Ross can hear, yep. Yep, okay, good. And uh, Lap, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Effect the Change. Mean, Effect yeah, the Change, both of you, yes? Yeah. Okay. And uh, what is Effect the Change? We make YouTube videos yes. about environmental stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah, we just released on one on avoiding plastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. So, awesome. I have not seen that. Yeah, um, we'll have to send it through. Yes, oh, have to have a look at it. There was a lot of scrunching <laughs> noises going on there and I didn't hear anything. It sounded like someone was scrunching some chip packets or something. Uh, yeah, okay. I heard that too, yeah. but it wasn't us. Yeah, I think it was Ramona and Ross. <laughs> Guys, when you're not... Um, when you're not talking, can you mute yourself? Can you find the mute button? Yep, sorry. That's alright. Um, we love you, Ramona. <laughs> Did you hear that? Mark said he loves you. Oh, 
Alright, um, so um, Lap and Chan are yeah. from Effect a Change. The Change. Yeah. The Change, Effect the Change. And uh, they've just done a, a video about avoiding plastics. Yeah, and plastic we need packaging. To, yeah. Plastic packaging, and we yeah. need to see that. Did you? Are you guys uh, official um, members of PDA? Yeah, yeah. I signed up through your Facebook. So we've uh, been getting your emails. Cool, cool. But, yeah. I just don't remember. Um, for some reason, I don't remember <coughs> you being a group. But we've yeah. we've got over awesome. we've got 110 groups now. So it's you oh, know, awesome, awesome. I can be forgiven that I don't remember that one particular group. I guess. Although um, we have lost one member, we have lost Environmental Justice Australia because um, the um, uh, Sarah who was working there has left and uh, taking on another role with the Nature Conservancy and uh, so uh, Environmental Justice don't have a person there looking into plastic pollution right now. They're hoping to be able to do that in the future but right now they've, they've had to pull back. Alright, we are still waiting uh, for Brett, who's parking the car, and he's from... We Refill. We Refill, which is um, the, um, the, the bottle refill... The water refill Water station. refill stations. Yeah. All through Australia? Um, mainly East Coast at the moment. Yeah. Mainly East Coast. Okay. But festivals and events, primarily. And, of course, we've got uh, the fabulous, legendary <laughs> Heidi Taylor here from uh, Tangaroa Blue and Andy. <laughs> Um, all right, and we're still waiting for Robert Skeen, who said that uh, he might be running late a bit. And I've got this really annoying fly yeah. buzzing around. Yeah. We need to kill that. I'll work on that. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Um, okay, looking at the meetings, because this uh, the time will fly so quickly, and some people have, you know, flat batteries. Um, looking at the meeting, um, what we really... Well... I wasn't too minds whether to call a meeting or not because we are, as always, running, chasing our tail and we're a bit late for the election, really. Um, election is next um, Saturday, less than a week. and um, um, But I thought it would still be good if we got together and uh, we nutted out, uh, we got some agreement on strategy going forward from here just talking about what's been happening the last few months, what we have achieved, and um, where we're collectively put, putting our shoulder weight into to push something over the edge, potentially, hopefully. Um, and uh, yes, if we can nut out some really plain, simple strategy and agree on that and communicate that to our members and we can have a feedback from them, um, whether they're on board or not, that would be a fantastic outcome going forward from here. Because, um, yeah, the uh, election time is uh, prime lobbying time, and uh, plastic pollution-wise, we have not achieved a whole lot. But I don't know that even other environmental issues really have been... There hasn't been any environmental promise. There's been promises for the renters, there's been promises mm -hmm. for the animals, mm -hmm. there's been promises... A yeah. little bit for energy, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, with the solar. Mm -hmm. But there hasn't yeah. been anything in terms of uh, the Great National Park or, you know, mm -hmm. so we don't have to feel too terribly <laughs> bad about not having gotten a CDS out I'm of this. Not a soul loser. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, 
and um, there was a little bit of excitement for about a week um, because um, um, I had given them a deadline uh, to receive an answer on the open letter and all the parties had gotten back to me um, but Labour had not and um, so I sent them a, an email um, saying okay this is how all the other parties have responded so far we and, and National and Liberal have uh, will get a red cross because they have not they have said that they will not support a CDS or they, they're not promising a CDS. Um, and uh, we're willing to give you, we would love to give you a, an amber sign if you give us more than we'll wait and see what other states are doing. Mm -hmm. Can you please give us something that we can give you anything higher than, you know, the red that uh, the Liberals and Nationals are getting? And immediately, like within an hour or so, I got a phone call from someone I had not met previously from right the the Premier's office saying, please give us some more time. We're, we're looking into it. We're working on something. And I got slightly excited. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, then, and then nothing. And then we got the answer we got was exactly, there wasn't, a, there wasn't a fleas ours hair's difference between what they'd given us previously and what they gave us mm -hmm. and we waited yeah we waited ah anyway so that was really disappointing so both of uh, the major parties have gotten red crosses or red marks um on the scorecards but uh, i really thought they might say something that were slightly positive we're, we're investigating yeah. we're putting that much money into uh building a case, investigating which one would fit and that we're going towards the, or something, but nothing. So, yeah. yeah. Hang on, hang on, you're a little bit chopped. Hi. Start again. Um, can you hear me okay? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I was just wondering if it's worth, if somebody who could, who's good with graphic design could just knock up a little infographic that, you know, that states um, something to do with how successful or how many millions of containers the um, New South Wales scheme got in in its first year and how many millions that Queensland got in in its first month or whatever. Uh, where are Victoria? Up and just talk to your... Ask your local MP where they stand. And just an infographic that we could just spread out this week. Uh, I know it's short notice, but still, if, if everyone shared it with everyone and shared it with everyone, shared it with everyone, and we smash it out there, it may still, I don't know, at least get it on their agenda or get it in their minds. Yeah. Uh, just this just a, one little infographic we can all share around. Uh, yeah. Um, just those statistics on it, you know? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, we've been putting stuff out every week, a couple of things, and uh, what we do is we always put in the link to the do-gooder website that we did where we um you can send you put in your uh, address and your mp comes up and it sends an automatic email or you can edit it to your mp and um i think the latest was that um, um over 200 emails 217 emails Let's see if that's updated. 289 emails have been sent to MPs in Victoria. So that's what we're doing. But I think the infographic is really good, saying, like, this is what's happened in New South Wales. This is what's happened in 
Queensland. Mm. Uh, maybe we could even get data from South Australia and uh, Northern Territory. Mm. And uh, I don't know if it gets too busy, but... I just saw a statistic from Queensland. I don't know if Heidi's heard anything about it, but was it was a phenomenal amount in the first month? Yeah, yeah, they're really happy with how the it's gone. The first weekend wasn't it three and a half million? Million, yeah. They've, yeah, they've, they're, um, they're very. I think it was what was the latest one? I'll, I'll Google it as we talk. But yeah, they're very happy with how it's rolled out. Way more successful than their first um, month or so in New South Wales. However, New South Wales has just cracked over. I think it's five and a half million. Yeah. Um, Per week is it at the moment? Yeah, so like almost really... four billion, or was it five billion? No, hang on, no, 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 no. No, it's, it's one million. billion, almost one billion containers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Anyway, we'll knock up a nice statistic, nice simple statistics where we can see this is New South Wales, this is Queensland, and who cares about this in Victoria? Yeah, yeah. Just never underestimate the power of social media. Just ask Donald Trump. Is <laughs> 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 there like a, a dollar sign mm. along with that container? Oh, yes. Containers? Like how much they save through yeah. not having to spend that on raw material. I don't know if... Yeah. I don't know how that works. Well, we can also... The size of the dollar sign can be equivalent to the size of the weekly returns of containers. Mm. Something like that. I don't know. Oh, um, Do you have a graphic designer in the network or one that's oh, linked to the group? Um, I can put the call out. There is one, but we probably don't need a graphic designer for this, do we? Do we? You want to be able to spread it far. Um, I just Something I, I've said in another group here a couple of days ago on Facebook, I think it's like climate emergency group or something, that when we get a coalition of these groups together like this, I'm very happy to pitch in money on behalf of my group, which is basically me and like, sort of crowdsource to have a graphic designer available as short notice for things like this and a collective little kitty of money they could actually get paid out of to do it. And even if I don't end up using it, you know, three, four months at a time, yeah. um, just to have just to have that resource. Because if it looks good, you get you get respectability. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we're all, we're all grassroots groups who can't afford to have someone on staff. We might not all have a friendly graphic designer, but... Um, between, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's the value in a coalition like this. Confederation. Coalition has a bad word here. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, there is one, there's definitely one graphic designer, the one that, um, I've forgotten her name, but uh, she designed our logo, PVA logo. Mm. So we can maybe ask her if she can put in... Cat, is it Catfish? No. No. Oh. In Victoria? Yeah. No, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it may not be something we could do for this one, but definitely going forward, I think that's something good for the new year to be able to put out stuff like this that we can all get behind, we can all share it, unified, one message, and literally one piece of media as well. Okay. Okay, so we're going a little bit uh, all over the shots. Yeah, but no, no, we, we talked about election, we talked about CDS a little bit. I just want to put down um, um, Anthony's um, idea. I'll do that later. I won't forget. Um, so then the uh, um, so yeah. So really, what I would like to happen this week is um, exactly what you're suggesting, Anthony. Some eye-catching, engaging um, social media post with the link to email your MP, our Do Gooder website, and uh, just crank that up because they will remember this stuff. 
They will get a lot of emails, obviously, at this time, but they will remember. And the next time they need to distinguish themselves from, from let's say, the Liberals and Nationals and need to vote, win, win some votes, they might even um, pull out the CDS. I don't know. Um, all right. Um, shall we... Um, I've got stuff to say about the Plastic Pollution Reference Group, and uh, Haiti probably does too. Um, shall we go into that? Do you guys know what that is? So yes, yes, Ross. Yes, Ross. Uh, following on from what Anthony said, I, I would think the only thing that politicians are thinking about this week is votes getting on the elected, not what promises they're going to make. Yeah. Can we link Anthony's idea to who we're going to advocate to vote for, or it's a bit of a um, if we don't support this, we will be advocating these other people who do sort of. Um. Yeah, I was thinking exactly along those lines earlier today. If we can encourage people to add to their email saying, um, apparently you don't support this, but I know my Greens MP does. I'm just telling you that's where my vote goes. Or I don't know, to Greens or whichever reasons party or whichever other party that... Uh... Yes, this where would you put that? This is how much point... Queensland collected in the first week, and how much New South collected in the first year? These are simple numbers to read. Actually, why don't we do that post then as PVA? Not do the. I, I was thinking as a, a post as Boomerang Alliance, but let's let's do the post as a PVA post. Absolutely. Idea. So on the twelfth of November, they released a, a media release in Queensland that said ten million containers had re been um, returned. That's crazy. Over what time period? So it started on the 1st of November, and that was the 12th of November. <laughs> no way. <laughs> what? In, in 12 days, 12 or 11 days. days. In Queensland, yep. Wow. Remember it's I had that phone? It's getting up there, it's hot. <laughs> 10 million... It is getting very hot up there, I agree. <laughs> 10 million containers. Yeah. And Haiti, was it like um, something... I, I might have the wrong figure in my head, but I... I remember seeing 600 million in New South Wales in one year, something like that. Uh, I'm just pulling that one up now. Hang on a minute. Uh, and I'm typing some of these out, so I'll just oh, post good. it on the group. Good, Thank you fantastic. Thank you. 939,045308 returned in New South Wales. So almost, so 939. Million. Yeah. 900 million? No, no. 939 yeah. million. Yeah. Amazing. Almost <laughs> one going. Yeah. 689 um, uh, return locations. That's disgusting. 9390453308. So the Return and Earn website in New South Wales has a running total at the top. Oh, so yeah. You just, yeah, it's returnandearn.org.au. How many days was that over? Uh, so that started 1st of December last year. So they're almost coming up to 12 months. Um, yeah, okay. So, um, we'll put out, um, we'll put out a call if somebody, or, or what do we do with that post? I'll have a play with it later tonight. Mm. And Just put uh, it up, and put it up there and say, anybody who feels creative, and fixing that and making it prettier and more engaging, mm -hmm. feel free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. No worries. Um, 
Yeah, so really the the general strate- strategy for going forward uh, for CDS, in my mind, is two, well, three things. One thing is the individual emails to MPs, just people keeping on their MPs about the issue. Um, if you don't vote for it, I'll find someone who does. Um, the, the second one is uh, group support, organizational support, signing up for that uh, uh, for my campaign, basically saying we as an organization, group, business, support CDS in Victoria. Um, this is what I use to get 80 groups on that open letter. Um, that's really important uh, because I always show that link to people when I talk to them, politicians or groups or whichever industry, saying like this is how large the support base in Victoria is. Um, and then the third one is um, the local government councils. So we need to get a, uh, an idea about um, which councils are in favour and which ones we still need to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the MAV has uh, um, issued a blanket uh, blanket open letter or, um, I don't know, one of those, I don't know, forget what it's called, like a letter to the minister uh, and maybe even the premier saying we as an organization representing, you know, two-thirds of local councils in Victoria support the introduction of CDS in Victoria. And they did that last year already. Um, yeah, but I think it would be really good to show how many councils are in support. And uh, councils are drowning in their recycling at the moment, and more and more councils want this happening and see this as a solution. So, this, as in whether they support or not the containing deposits? Yes. Statewide, yeah. Good. Yeah. Did, were they listed in that letter? No. No, that was just MAV saying we want this happening. Yeah. But it's unusual that they actually, that's, it's quite an unusual step for them to mm. do that. I've been in contact at the reference group meeting with Claire Dunn, mm. but she hasn't gotten back to me. I need to follow up. And she is the Environment and Regulatory Services Manager with MAV. And she said she was pro-CDS, so we need to get them on board properly and um, pushing behind the scenes, I think, a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah. Then the other person who was at that uh, plastic pollution reference group um, that was uh, very much in favor of CDS was George Kovitz, who is the Mm -hmm. president of MGA, which is the Association for Independent Retailers. Mm. Very, very outspoken in favor. And uh, I left several messages and I haven't heard back. I think he's very, very busy going, you know, coming up with Christmas. But um, that's a way to, to um, you know, if we got that association onto that Facebook, mm. uh, that, uh, that link in signing up as a supporter for the campaign, the numbers would just skyrocket because every organization then has to give how many members they have. And yeah, so that would be really powerful. And also for him to come along when I'm meeting with the shadow environment minister mm. because they claim to be good Excuse for business. Me. Yes. Excuse me, no. Yes. Sorry, we didn't hear. Well, who was that second group? The second one is MGA. They're independent retailers. They're a really big organization uh, representing uh, independent retailers. In the state of Victoria? 
in Victoria, actually in Australia, but they originated in Victoria, so they're mostly, and the, the president is in Melbourne, in Victoria, and he's a, he's quite a lovely fellow, um, I had a good chat with him, so I'm trying to um, have a, you know, develop a bit of a relationship with him that I can bring him along as weight. Just on that. It says independent retailers. Um, actually, he's liquor. MGA liquor. <laughs> Even, better. Even better. So he would know about bottles. They sell bottles. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he knows that his peeps, you know, the organizations and businesses that he represents uh, want a CDS because. Um, I mean, on the borders, it's mayhem, on the, especially the border to New South Wales. True. They're losing business. They're getting. Uh, they're having to refund um, uh, deposits for, or you know, ten cents for containers that haven't been. There hasn't been the deposit put on them, and uh, all sorts of issues. Yeah. So this is a good way to uh, increase pressure. All right. Um, Hey, did you want to talk, uh, so I can have a drink, about the Plastic Pollution Reference Group? I think we're kind of a little bit limited at what we can say again because yeah. of some, um, yeah, we had to agree to some Not say confidentiality. Stuff. confidentiality. Stuff. Yeah, I guess um, from the meeting, it was, the first meeting was really to identify who the stakeholders were in the, in the room and then try and figure out what the scope of the reference group was going to be. Um, because in, for example, in Queensland, you know, it's called a plastic pollution reference group, but they started talking about reducing items that are single use plastics in industry, which we don't really see as pollution. So it kind of went out of the scope of pollution. It went into increasing recycling and reducing single use plastic use where, so I think that that's an important um, step for the Victorian group, which wasn't really confirmed at the first meeting, but it got thrown around a lot and got talked about. So I think that that's probably the first thing that's going to ha have to happen at the next meeting is to really define the scope of what, what are they trying to achieve and what are they trying to reduce. In the Queensland um, framework, they used a, a, a matrix system. So they identified five or six different sources of, of plastic pollution. Um, so stuff that gets lost at the house, stuff that gets lost when you're on the run, um, industrial stuff, marine stuff, um, and agricultural plastics. And under each of those headings, they kind of listed every everything that they could see that was either being released into the environment or potentially um, could be reduced as far as single-use plastic use. And then they did a priority list on that and, and, and kind of triaged it to see, well, based on things like achievability um, and... Um, you know, impact on wildlife and all of those kind of things, which ones would be the top three that they would pick out under each of those headings as a starting point. So it's quite an involved process. The problem is, is that the matrix, when you look at how the ratings for everything that was done, that there was no clarification about how those ratings were created. So if you took, for example, the, the stuff that's lost at home, you know, they looked at um, soft plastics being released out of garbage bins um, as, a, as a high level, but litter being released out of garbage bins as a medium level. And there was no clarification as to why one got a high and one got a medium. It was like somebody that just went through and put kind of stuff in there without any rationale behind it. So when we went to uh, you know, make comment on the matrix, it was very difficult because we didn't know how those ratings were actually created. So you couldn't say whether you agreed with them or not. So 
I agreed with the, the framework of having these different sources, um, but I think that they need to really narrow it down and, to, and define on are, are we trying to stop stuff that's ending up as pollution or are we trying to um, increase recycling or are we trying to reduce and use plastics first? And then whatever you do as far as your triage goes, how are you giving the ratings there? Because that wasn't clear. And I think that they got really stuck on that point where they, they could have started you know, with this list and, and done a lot better. So mm-hmm. I, I think that for the Victorian side of things that it's important that um, the group confirms the scope first before it starts running off on any kind of tangent. Otherwise, we don't actually achieve what we're trying to, trying to achieve. Um, so I think that really that's what came out of the first meeting is that there's a lot of different stakeholders in the group, which was really great. Um, we have election coming up, so there wasn't really much else that could be confirmed from a government perspective about what was going to happen. Um, there was going to be a meeting prior to the election, and that's now not going to happen. It'll happen in February next year. Initially, they had a time frame that there would be some kind of plastic pollution plan um, rolled out by April next year. So now that we're not having the second meeting until February, I, I would imagine that that whole timeline will get pushed back a little bit as well. So for me, that's kind of really where we where we got to. Nothing really concrete that you know, except that that whole scope conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, what I found interesting, I don't know if I can say that. Can I say that? That uh, there was no mention of CES from the government, no. and yet it did come up again and again and again and yep. again, yeah, very forcefully. Um, yeah. Well, it, it came up within the plastic bag um, document, you know, when no. things. Well, no, but when oh. when when people were asked what else they wanted to look at, okay, it, yes. it, it was listed heavily through that submission yes, process. The, the feedback to the exactly exactly to yeah. the discussion discussion paper definitely, yeah. Yeah. but even in that really comprehensive uh, yeah. plastic pollution they discussion did, paper, yeah. they did not yeah. discuss containers. At no, all. and I don't, and I, look, I still stand on my thought process on this, is that I don't, they really want to see Queensland. Like New yeah. South Wales was, a, was not the right system for Victoria and had a lot of balls ups in the beginning of the process. It, it really did. And they don't want to go down that. Yeah, and and they really need to see whether Queensland is going to be another balls up, or whether it's actually going to be something that's a usable model. And why would and if it's not, then why would you commit to doing something that's going to connect the east coast with two frameworks that haven't worked? Yeah. So I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I think that it's a. I think that if the election was in another six months, it would be a different discussion. But it's too mm-hmm. soon. First of November is when the Queensland system started. It's too soon. Yeah. Which is the reason why it should be a national scheme and not a state scheme. Agreed, but it's yeah. not going to because South Australia was, was created before um, curbside recycling and it won't work um, nationally. Yeah. yeah, their recycling is actually quite poor. Recycling of other um, you know, items is really quite poor. But uh, um, the, the interesting thing, the interesting feedback I got to the response to the open letter was that from both Liberal and National, they said that they were in support of a federal scheme mm. and uh, I'm thinking well your party is in the federal you know it's leading the federal you know go and go and talk to them but make the feds it happen. haven't shown any appetite to do anything on this space at a national scheme they no. keep kicking it down to the states yeah they, no. they, in in the current political climate at the federal level it ain't going to happen we will announce a scheme will be brought in by 2020 or whatever give, give them sort of 18 months 24 months to get the 
what they perceive to be the right scheme, but they sit back and say nothing now. They're not doing themselves any favours, I don't think. Yeah, well, what Agreed. they're saying is we uh, we continue to uh, to watch. Mm-hmm. So, what's so happening in the other states? My ignorance, but no, what's no. a barrier right now? Someone else. Yeah. Sorry, Chantine. Is it is it going to be hugely costly to, for Victoria to roll that out, or do we have the infrastructure for in what? place to do a CDS? No, we don't have the in- okay. infrastructure. Okay. No. So that's, that's yeah. But it's and again, so, if you connect it to existing infrastructure yeah. that, that's already out there yeah. in some format. Yeah. I mean, for me, there's way less barriers in Victoria than there is, for example, for Queensland, yeah. where such a significant part of the state in Queensland is, is, is um, zoned remote or regional. Okay. You know, you try and get stuff back from Cape York. Yeah. You don't yeah. have that kind of distances that you have to cover in Victoria. Yeah. Sorry, guys, can one of you uh, mute yourselves because we can hear the echo. Who is this? Um, and that makes it hard for you to moment. hear. I'll, my sure. battery's nearly dead. I'll have to go in about five minutes, so I'll just drop out, okay? Okay, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, sorry. Will, you, will you be longer if you don't do video? Sorry? Can we have you five minutes longer if, we, if you switch off video? Oh, I don't think it's... I'm on about 11% now. Um, okay. I can go down to about 7% and then I'm going to turn off the computer. Okay, no worries. Alright. Okay, um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all on that. Let me just tell you, um, we had, uh, I had, to, because I always ask people, if you can't come, let me know your thoughts and contributions. And uh, I've heard back from... Uh, Berta Moliere, I don't know how she's pronounced properly, but she is with Beach Patrolman Mount Eliza. And um, she has said um, she would, uh, three points. One is business and council toolkit. She's saying, and I quote, I have been speaking with many, many retailers of the past month about their packaging and the majority is very keen to make changes. However, I found they don't know where to start. There is even a large fruit and veg retailer who's recently introduced compostable, in brackets, cornstarch bags and wrappers, not knowing that these need to go to landfill in our council at the moment. Many are trying to do the right thing and just don't know how. Similarly, I found councillors often just don't have the knowledge that is required to drive change. I'd love to have an educational presentation and fact sheet fact sheets that I can hand out with facts and figures, do's and don'ts, a consistent set of materials that we as a group endorse and regularly update is needed. I will also check Planet Arc again. I haven't had a chance yet to check their new toolkit. If their kit meets this need, we could use that as a group, perhaps build on if needed. Right? Uh, what do we think? This is something that's sorely needed, I think. We all agree. Okay, let's look into that then. Number two, forward plan 2019. I agree on a handful of bigger initiatives that we as a group commit to for new year. This would enable us to build activity into our groups and get community members to support in timely fashion. Uh, Remain flexible, yet have an overall forward plan we can all plan to support over the year. You may already have this. If so, I'd love to see what may be coming up and how I can support. This ties in nicely, um, this is me now speaking, uh, with um, part of the meeting, the 
um, purpose of this meeting, I really wanted us to get an agreement on um, a couple of things that we're pushing for the new year or from now on um, to just kind of become more effective in the things that we're doing. So we can talk about that in a minute. Number three from Berta is uh, case studies. I'd be super keen to understand how, for example, Noosa managed to be so successful. Rather than reinventing the wheel, it'd be great to learn from others and use what they've done as a template, so to speak. Could we, for example, have Noosa share their story with the group? I'm sure there are others who've done a similar great job, perhaps a couple of webinars. I'm specifically talking about working with and empowering communities. I think this is brilliant. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, Just on that point, we've received some philanthropic funding to create a source reduction plan database, which will sit next to our data collection, rubbish collection database. It means all of those little projects that people have been doing through that Port Phillip Bay um, source reduction plan workshop framework that we did over the last two years um, are going to be able to be translated into a searchable engine that says what item were you trying to tackle, what were the critical steps that you needed, how much did it cost, who were the critical partners to have at the table, what worked really well, what failed miserably and nobody should try again, how did you get over your barriers. Um, and so if you wanted to do a cigarette butt project, you could go and just search in the engine and all of the projects that we've been doing nationally and internationally will be case studies that you can go, okay, well, before we start from scratch, let's actually look at the case studies that are out there and see if anything resonates with our own communities and what can we learn from other people's um, you know, learnings as they went through. So there'll be that platform is being built at the moment. Has and it got a name yet? Well, it'll be, it'll be a source reduction um, plan database. Okay. Um, and it'll sit in the website. It, it'll, at the moment, there's a whole heap of articles in there already that we've been developing for the last 10 years or so for these kind of things, but we want to translate it all into a, a, a standard template that people can add in as they go through. So that'll be um, early in the new year. Hopefully, that'll, that'll go online. So hopefully, that will be a resource that, that we can use. That would be fantastic, yes. Yeah. So we've already yes. got the funding for that. We're just building it at the moment. Awesome. Congratulations, that's really awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's a fantastic uh, initiative. That's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we need that. And uh, my colleagues, um, um, Toby and uh, Kelly, are the ones that uh, have done uh, Plastic Free Noosa. And uh, I'm going to talk to them if uh, they can maybe do some kind of little webinar where they maybe I interview them about uh, how they went along and uh, what they did and what worked, what didn't work. Something like that, uh, just a, or maybe Mark. I'd like to make it a podcast. Though. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, I'm just thinking, we get Mark involved, because uh, seriously, those guys have done an, an absolutely amazing job up in Queensland. Cool. They um, they got industry buy-in, they've got retailers buy-in, um, cafes, and um, and then they, got a, they created a position so that something is going to happen there permanently like for, at least for the foreseeable future and now they've got um, I don't know if it's official yet they got uh, quite a good of a chunk of money uh, from the government um, to keep continuing that and that's going to be funded from the um, uh, landfill waste, uh, waste levies waste levy. yep. that they've just introduced in Queensland after that um, um, horrific story from Four Corners was it? Yep. Yeah. Um, so things are happening this is really good Um, I've lost my train of thought though anybody else wants to pipe up that um, 
those two point, those two second points that 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 you read out from the other lady, they were fantastic. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Getting sharing around and not reinventing the wheel. Absolutely. And there's so many councils now that are that are stepping up now and doing their own plastic wise policy. Only you know, the Surf Coast was first, of course, and they've got a really good one. But other councils are now borrowing that and even extending on it. Northern Beaches Council did one. I've just been to Achuca, Campaspe Shire. They've just done one um, as well. Um, so there's, it's happening everywhere, but we need to be sharing this around so people can then grab it and then take it to their own council and say, look what these councils did, can you do it too? Yeah. Uh, Actually, that's uh, a good segue. Um, we, need, uh, we need infrastructure for PVA as well. We need to put in for some grants and um, um, get a website going, a proper website, not just a Facebook group, and um, become yeah. a bit more... Um, established and um you know the the other thing is uh, i don't know how much uh, longer i'll have a <laughs> my position with boomerang alliance it's always the thing with the you know it's dependent on funding and everything and um so what happens if um if i lose that i'm not too sure so we need to um get some funding in while we can and uh, see that we can get a couple of hours uh I don't know, five, ten hours a month uh, paid position that uh, someone can keep the reins together here. Yeah, good idea. I'm going to have to go. I think my battery's running out. All right. Really I think, I think, yeah, I think the surf just picked up, mate. You can be honest about it. You just want to go have a surf. I've just been gazing at it while I've been talking, but it actually is quite small. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's not inviting. But um, yeah, great chatting with you. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the minutes from the meeting as well. No and, uh, My teacher program thing should be ready to roll out to teach people how to go and teach in classrooms um, about this with all of the um, the uh, slideshows and all of that kind of stuff too. If you want to uh, tell people about that, happy to go come down and do like the three day course on it and stuff. So yeah, yeah I'll, I'll I'll keep you in the loop. No worries. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, take care and uh, we'll speak soon. Okay, thanks. See you, everyone. See you, Anthony. Yeah. 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 Bye-bye. And that, that, that talk I gave at the Riverkeeper the other day, that... Yes, I was thinking about that. That, it, yeah. that addresses some of the questions that Bertie has on how to distinguish between different types of plastic and such. Yes. Yeah, that's a resource that we need to put on PBA as well, if you're, if you're happy to do that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because that helps with the confusion. Um, yeah, totally. And uh, maybe, uh, again, something for someone who's creatively uh, inclined, um, just making, making kind of a... Um, or maybe that's already out there, just a... Um, some graphic about the most common plastics and what the issues are with those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that there's probably yeah. a resource already out there. Yeah. Just on um, the MGA uh, link. Yes. Have you thought about um, the responsible cafes as well? Like yes, we need to get them, them on. Yeah, just because they're already in this Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, I'll put it in like the thing I send you in there so you don't have to yeah. Yeah, no worries. Um, all right. I thought Robert would be here, be here by now. Um, what else did we need to discuss?
Um, um, the other thing is uh, it would be really good if we can um, encourage all the different groups to reach out and uh, help PVA grow. We need uh, more groups on board. Um, we've, uh, it's been amazing what we've achieved. I mean, in a, in a bit over a year, we've got 109 groups and 93,000 members. And I mean, some of them are maybe a little bit dodgy Facebook page likers, but uh, most of them are <laughs> proper. <laughs> have, so you been, been, yeah. have you been like connecting these different groups? Like, what's uh, the main mostly word, word of mouth, just yeah. meeting people and yeah. saying, hey, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Come on board, help us uh, put pressure on, you know, to get effective solutions. So our, the members that are like us, do you want them to sign up to PBA? themselves or is that like no that's you've place? already you guys are signed up yeah. what i would like you to do is to to think about when you are doing your stuff yeah. you will come Take you will mm. come and meet other people you'll go to a sustainability yeah. festival yeah. or something and i just i've got a template page one page because usually the people that are there can't make the decision but if you print something out yeah. you hand it over to them and say like let me tell you about this great thing that we're doing we're being some, you know, we're, we're, we're getting organized in the way that the industry already is organized. Yeah. And we just need to keep, we need to keep growing to be able to have an impact. Yeah. And I know you can't make a decision right now, but here it is. Please yeah. get in touch. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. including industry connections and that kind of thing, like companies or that Anyone, stuff, yeah. just not individuals. Yeah. But uh, if you have a business and if it's just the one person in that one business, I'll still want you on. Yeah. That's still a group. Well, it's a business. It's an organization. It's an entity. It's yeah. an entity, yes. So not individual people, um, but entities, yes. And the more business, the better. Because um, that, you know, that's got a fantastic sway mm -hmm. to say this makes business sense mm, to... To work towards reducing plastic pollution. For sure. Yeah, but you know, school groups. Yeah. Anyone, you know, anyone with a beating heart, basically, you know, that yeah. is doing something yeah. and that cares about what we're doing to our environment in terms of plastics. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah, because at um, yeah, it's um, yeah, we just need to keep that that counter ticking over. And right, keep growing. and right now they oh, you're, you've got that template somewhere but right now they join through the Facebook group that's how yes the Climactic Collective, Collective.